0: Monster Hunter, a vibrant world filled to the brim with enthusiastic warriors, adorable cats, and fearsome wyverns. In this game, the objective is simple, hunt monsters and improve your gear. But can thrilling gameplay and impeccable monster design translate to a compelling movie? Find out on this episode of Game Reel.
1: Welcome to Game Real. This is your host, Annika Gautormsen, and I am with the lovely Cassidy Easton and Matt Brennan.
0: Hello, I am lovely.
2: (laughs) Hi, and I'm Matt Brennan. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to think that the adjective was for the both of us.
0: You're a very lovely person, Matt. That was the first thing I thought when I first met you. Aw, shucks. You both are
1: quite lovely. (laughs) All right, so this week we are gonna be talking about the game Monster Hunter. Anyone who has played Monster Hunter knows that there's probably a million versions of the game. The most recent one that's come out is called Monster Hunter World, and it's for the PC. This game is about hunting monsters. Essentially, you are thrown into the game as a person, you can choose a man or a woman, and then you, you build armor, you build weapons, and you go out and you attempt to attack monsters, take their loot and then sell it back in so you can buy bigger weapons and better armor and that just kind of goes on on repeat until you beat the game um it is a multiplayer game so you can play online um i know when i've played it in the past i've mostly just played the solo version uh, which is still fun but i do you know love to
0: it also means you're good
1: yeah i do love to Hunt monsters with friends though. it is easier when you have people with you.
2: Yeah, Annika doesn't need any scrubs holding her down.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I my favorite weapon is the hammer, which I feel is controversial because it is it's a weapon that takes a second for the character to like recharge. So you swing the hammer and then you have to wait for your character to kind of like get like set themselves back up again. Um, But if you can get a good swing, it does a lot of damage, so it's one of my favorite weapons to use. Uh, I really don't use any of the ranged weapons. I don't use the bow gun or or the bow. Oh, no. I just think like, in the versions I played, um, I mostly played Monster Hunter 3 on the DS. The mechanics for those weapons were just kind of terrible, so (laughs) I just never (laughs) really got used to them. I didn't really like them.
2: Yeah. How were they terrible? Were they just, like, boring?
1: No, it's It's a little bit hard to aim, and especially when you're playing on a DS with a small screen and the monster's far away. It was just a little bit too difficult to maneuver, so I preferred uh, using the melee weapons.
0: Yeah, my first Monster Hunter game was Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate for the Wii U, but it was a Wii U port of a DS game. So it had DS graphics and DS functions and shit. Mm -hmm. And I agree... The the fucking ranged weapons were, they handled so terribly. And I I just couldn't, I could not. Aiming anything in that game was terrible.
1: Yeah, I totally agree.
0: Which is why I used Greatsword, the sharp hammer.
1: <laughs> I have not been able to play the newest game, Monster Hunter World. Because I tried to buy it from Steam. And then I realized it only works on PCs and not on Mac. And I had to get a refund.
3: <laughs> no. And it broke
1: my heart a little bit. 'Cause I really wanted to play it, but it's okay, I'll live. I will survive. Um I feel like if you've ever played a Monster Hunter game, you know that there is not really a story per se. You kind of get dropped into the world and are commissioned to attack monsters. Or like the game gives you gives you little quests and little stories and will say like, Oh, this monster has been attacking my garden. Will you help me? So you go and and kill the monster that's been attacking this person. And that's about it. I think the point of the game is not so much the story. It's more the joy of fighting giant creatures.
0: Yeah. There is a story in Monster Hunter World, but it sucks shit. It's not a good story. (laughs) It's not a good story, and they try and make it... Since it's like a multiplayer game and you can make your own character. Yeah. You can't really like, your character doesn't have any personality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they try and make it like, it's equally a story about you and your handler, but really it's a story about the handler and oh. who fucking cares about her?
2: <laughs> What's a handler? All right, just for a context, I've never played Monster Hunter ever, so I could assume what it's about from the title.
0: Well, so in, mon- I don't know if it's how it's, if it's different in the other Monster Hunter games, but in Monster Hunter World, mm-hmm the whole idea is like you guys aren't like poachers or like just adventurers you are like you're part of a big research coalition mm-hmm. that has like moved to this new island that's called this the new world this like big continent that's all new monsters and new stuff and like you're doing all this research because these big like elder dragon monster things are like all migrating there for some reason yeah and so every like the whole it's all based around research. Like your handler is the person who like gives you quests and tells you like what's up. And then you also have like a little Palico friend, one of those little like cat people that's in Monster Hunter. You actually have one that like follows you around and like
3: mm-hmm. you
0: know helps you with hunts. Probably the best part of the game, honestly, uh, because you can make uh, weapons and armor for them too, and it's super cute. But yeah, it's all like research based. And so, like, all the hunts you go on are investigations, and you're like taking samples.
2: It's like school, you're doing research. Ew. <laughs> well, academic and what.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think you're the meathead, and the handler is like the nerd that like, you copy off of. Oh, okay, that's fine. If that makes sense? Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, I think if you're playing Monster Hunter for the story, <laughs> you're not going to have a great prophet. time. <laughs>
0: yeah you probably aren't gonna enjoy monster hunter yeah. very much
1: yeah it's not it's not like you know legend of zelda where the majority is story and every mm-hmm. so often you happen upon a boss it's like the point of the game is to be to battle like bosses
0: i have a question for you guys sure uh, what are your favorite monsters keeping in mind mad that you've never played this game.
2: so i haven't played it but i have looked up how like the weapon system works, and I watched uh-huh. a video on, like, every single monster in world, like, all the big boss ones, so I have mm-hmm. a few oh. that I do really like.
3: Which one? Yeah.
2: So, I think my favorite one is Kieran, the electric unicorn guy. That one seems really rad, and I like that a lot of, because, like, I kind of assumed that in Monster Hunter, like, all of them were just kind of reptilian, and, mm-hmm. like, that's partially true, but I like the ones that are also, like, kind of mammalian, or, like, a weird yeah. mesh where they're, like, kind of furry, but they have scales and stuff.
1: Yeah. yeah. So like
2: Kieran's like that and apparently there's a big monkey named R- Rajang who eats Kieran and is like a giant horned gorilla. Oof. What? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't think I've encountered this beast. What? <laughs> it looks
2: really cool. Rajang. Also the other kooky ones like um I think it's called like Paulum, the puffy bat oh. squirrel thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I love that thing. Yeah, that thing's cute. Uh, there's an alternate version of it in uh Iceborne that's called a nightshade Powell Lumu, and instead of just like shooting air at you it's it shoots sleep gas at you and it fucking sucks. Okay, oh, yeah. and uh the frog
2: dragon guy is pretty cool. I think Puke Puke is the name is. Oh
0: yeah. yeah. My favorite monster mm-hmm. in all the games is the Bearoth. A big muddy T Rex hammerhead looking okay. dude.
1: That's literally who I was gonna say as well. <laughs> yeah, I love, the, I love, I him.
0: love the Bereth. It's he's kind of annoying because if he he like he like like shakes like a dog. He's like he's like all covered in mud, and his strategy is yeah. like the mud protects him. But then if you get too close to him, he'll start shaking all the mud off of himself, and it'll get on you, and then you'll get stuck mm-hmm. in the mud. Uh-huh. And uh, I love that. I love him. And then I guess my other favorite is uh, Val Hazak, mm-hmm. which is one of the elder dragons. that all nasty, and he's got all this like nasty meat hanging off him.
1: I have not encountered so. him.
0: Yeah, he's a he's. I think he's a world monster. Yeah, and uh, he's like a later boss. So you said he was like an elder
2: dragon. Are there like different classes within the dragons?
0: Yeah, I think everything is classified as a wyvern because yeah. they either have no wings or they have wings and two legs. But elder dragons have four legs. Ah.
1: I can say uh, my favorite, then, if you're... Yes, Okay, tell us. I already said my favorite is the Beareth. This is for a few reasons. One is in the version, the game I played, Monster Hunter 3, this is, like, one of the first huge monsters that you defeat. And so there's, like, a sense of accomplishment once you've finally defeated him, and it takes a very long time. And also, I just love the... The design of him because he's like a very prehistoric looking rock monster and I think it's sick. Yeah,
0: he looks awesome. Like at first you can't really tell what he looks like because he's covered in mud. But then when he shakes all the mud off, I was like, damn.
1: I love his teeny tiny little eyes. I think they're so funny. And then I was looking at some of the monsters from Monster Hunter World and I'm really drawn to the, I don't know exactly how you say it. The Colvitara, which is like the the giant shiny kind of golden like, dragon-looking type beast.
2: Yeah, yeah, that one. With, like, the big golden horns.
1: Yeah.
0: That would look cool. I haven't—I don't think I've encountered that one either. I think it's, like, a
2: super, like, post-game
1: Yeah. Monster. In terms of design, I think he is a very pretty monster. Do you guys want to talk about the upcoming Monster Hunter movie?
0: I'm very nervous about it.
1: <laughs> so I've been looking it up, and for some reason there's not too much information about this movie out i wasn't able to really find a plot i mean wikipedia has the premise so it says the premise of the film according to wikipedia is a united nations military team falls into a portal to an alternate world where hunters fight giant monsters two groups work together to defend the portal thwarting monsters from entering and invading earth which It's very similar to the plot of Pacific Rim, I think.
2: It it also sounds kind of like the plot of the '90s Super Mario Brothers movie.
1: It does. (laughs) (laughs) It definitely does. Um, No, that terrible plot. (laughs) The the cast has a lot of people that I don't know, and then Ron Perlman, the admiral, yeah. Ron Perlman, who, I don't know if you've been keeping up, but who got recently into a Twitter feud with Senator Ted Cruz from Texas. (laughs) I
0: I have been tracking his beef with Ted Cruz. It's been incredible. (laughs) Wow, okay. I think Ron Perlman might be the shining light in this movie.
1: The director is, um, his name is Paul W.S. Anderson. He also directed, he's directed a few films that are based off of Uh, off of games, including the 1995 Mortal Kombat movie.
0: Oh, Oh,
3: shit.
2: Isn't that the good one? The one that's actually, like, kind of funny?
0: I hope it is.
1: He also wrote the screenplay for Alien vs. Predator, so I don't know. I have high hopes. I don't think they're going to be met. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm keeping my hopes low, because... It's fucking about human beings from our world who go into the monster hunter world. Yeah, and they're from the UN. Fall into UN. a
1: portal. Yeah.
0: Uh,
2: I don't. I don't feel like average members of the UN would be able to fight monsters. I don't really. Believe that.
1: A United Nations military team. It's not. Oh, okay. It's, not, it's okay. not United Nations politicians
3: all right yeah
0: to be fair like also like i don't even know if like u.s marines from our world would be able to like step two in the monster hunter world because like everything about that world is very big Mm -hmm. and joyous Mm -hmm. and like every every hunter eats like a full fucking like bountiful feast before they go out on a hunt on their own yeah and like Mm -hmm. i don't feel like people from our world would be even be able to lift like a fucking short sword from their world because everything's so big and brawny and beautiful,
1: right? So true. The film was supposed to come out September fourth, twenty twenty, because they've they've already finished principal photographer or principal photography. Oh yeah.
0: shit! Wait, they've already shot it.
1: From what I've found, they've already shot it, and there are some like some stills from from set
0: yeah i've seen the stills with mila jovovich and yeah. the the son of the of the uh the dude from world
1: they are kind of disappointing the costumes look kind of cheap
0: mm-hmm. yeah the big great swords aren't big enough they are the size of a a regular sword
1: so true there's also, like, pictures of the cast posing with, like, military vehicles, which makes me think that this is going to be the kind of movie where they bring in the military to fight to fight these giant creatures, which I think is not the point of the games. Yeah, It's not in the spirit of the games. It's not meant to be, mm. like, a giant army is fighting these creatures. It's supposed to be you and some buddies are fighting this creature.
0: Yeah. You live in the same world as these creatures. Yeah. Not like you, you have to fight them or else you will die. Yeah. Well, I think
2: the most important question about all this is like, where the fuck are the cats? You know, I don't see any yeah. <laughs> tests of the cats. The cats are very important. Where from are the what I've cats?
0: Extremely important. Where are the grimalkins or maybe <laughs> palicos? I don't know. I see both wor- words in Monster Hunter World. This this is giving me like
2: james cameron avatar type vibes like oh like fucking human government comes to this like weird alien place and they colonize it Mm -hmm. but you also have to have like the whole like oh but like we're cool and we're like kind of befriending the locals or the native peoples here you know
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: so are they are they like the only humans that are going to be there and it's just going to be the monsters would that be kind of lame
1: also the idea of a monster coming in and like terrorizing the city. It's obviously something we've seen before. We see it in like Godzilla. We see it in the second Jurassic Park movie.
0: Yeah. it's It'll also be very King Kong because it's not going to be yeah. a monster terrorizing to terrorize. It's going to be an animal that's like suddenly in a different environment.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I feel underwhelmed reading the Wikipedia mm-hmm. description of this movie and I feel like it's not going to... It's not really original. It's not going to be too interesting maybe it'll be a fun time Mm
0: -hmm. i hope the rathalos looks cool because i know they're going to choose that one yeah and not our very good muddy boy (laughs) (laughs) i i mean like obviously i haven't played the games but i can't really
2: imagine like how you would put a story on this that doesn't feel like weirdly disconnected just the idea of you're just kind of going around and hunting these monsters it just feels like very fleet free flowing so yeah. when you put a story on it, I don't really know how you'd like have it build on each other in
0: any way. On like the concept of hunting monsters?
2: Um at least in like a story mode for the game. Like how does Oh yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Like how does that work exactly
0: in world? Well, in the in Monster Hunter world, the story is basically just a lot of monsters doing a lot of weird shit. And then seeing weird monsters that shouldn't be in certain places, and there being, like, scientific reasons for that. Yeah. And it eventually all leads you to this one area where there's, like, big ultra monster that's been causing all the disturbances.
1: I mean, it's more of a plot than Monster Hunter 3 offers, which is zero. <laughs>
0: Yeah, same with four. I think four, you literally like wash up on an island and they're like, hey, this is a monster.
1: Can you fight? And you're like, yeah. And then they're like, okay. And that's the whole game.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they're like, hey, look at all these weapons. You want to try one of these out?
1: I sure do. Alright, so should we get into pitching our own ideas now that we've kind of talked about the game and talked about what the previous movie is about? I'm into it.
0: Yeah, sure.
2: The Pelicos, the cats, they only became like fighters and like hunters with you in the newest game right uh yeah
0: as far as i know
2: okay so i thought it'd be kind of fun to have like the story of like a solo pelico guy like starting off his adventure but here's the thing right Mm -hmm. you know like the chef guy the mount the pelico chef i think his name is wrote it down meowskiller chef chef." yes yeah so i don't know too much about him but like i like his vibe and i was like what if he had a son (sighs) Who didn't want to follow in his footsteps, and he wanted to be a hunter, not a chef. (laughs) And so it becomes, like, this ladybird esque you know, like, (laughs) conflict between, like, a father and a son. (laughs) And when she's like, no, Dad, like, I don't want to cook, I want to fight and stuff. And he's like, you're gonna get yourself killed. But, like, of course, he was a hunter as a kid, too, so he knows how dangerous it is, so that's why. He doesn't want his son to pursue this. But I'm thinking, you know, in the end, he goes to this final battle, he's worked his way up, and his dad like realizes that he should just support his son, so he makes his son like this really crazy, huge like an above all his stats meal, and he like goes to the final battle with him, he's like, "Son here, take this, and that gives his son the strength to fight this, like whatever the
0: last big monster in the movie would be.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: that's it. I those loved all badges. of those, those yeah, those great. are all <laughs> those are all incredible. I'm so glad you referenced the meuscular <laughs> chef.
1: All right, who wants to go next?
0: Uh, I, I can go next. Okay, yeah. I had this idea for a action adventure movie where a group of young hunters join the like monster hunting coalition, like the, the big research force, the ones who are going out and you know mm-hmm. studying monsters. Mm-hmm. And they're put on it. The, they're each of them are you know they don't know each other beforehand, and they're put on like a team where there's a hunter, a handler, and then a palico tail rider. And all three yeah. of them, all three of them are like super passionate about animals and monsters, and they really like they're all just ch- champing at the bit to like, you know study them in, up, uh, up close. On their first assignment, it's a routine catch and release, but things mm-hmm. go way awry when like one of the monsters starts beha- behaving like super strangely, and they end up having to kill the monster instead of catch it. All three hunters are like, "This is very weird. We should investigate this." And so then they go off and investigate it. And they discover that it's either someone within the coalition or like outside of it is doing like their own study on weaponizing monsters to use against people, and then it's up to the to the three youngins to discover them or expose them or stop them or how, what have you. And then I just have a few notes below this: the team should be a Wyvarian, a human, and a and a, a, a Palico. And Wyver- oh. wyverians are like the the elves of this world. They like live very long and have pointy ears. Mm-hmm. Okay. And my notes were the human hunter should be Aquafina, the wyverian <laughs> handler. <laughs> the wyverian handler should be Zendaya, Love and the, the the Palico mm-hmm. should be voiced by either Worthy, or Sun Cho, or Prozzi D and they all work for the UN, right? <laughs> yeah, they all work for the UN. <laughs> but yeah, that's 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 all I've got.
1: I love it. That's it's great. I mean the casting already sounds incredible. I've been struggling with trying to figure this out all day just because like this game doesn't really have too much of a plot and the ones that it does have I'm not super enthused with. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to like reject the idea of the research place whatever i think it would be more interesting if it was about a small village that is kind of being ravaged by these monsters and about someone from one of these villages who has to kind of step up and defend their village and maybe that means like going into a bigger village and kind of trading there and that can be something that happens later in the story of They kind of have to make a quest to get, like, better armor or better weapons or a bigger team. But I think um, it could open with, you know, someone's village being destroyed by one of these monsters. um, And so this person has to kind of put together a team um, to go out and destroy... Not destroy. And, like, capture the monster that's kind of coming to their village. And I think it would be really fun if it was like a group of people and it could they could each like have their own skill so there would be probably someone who's better with melee weapons someone who does the ranged weapons someone who creates like because in the game there's like certain potions that you can make to like for health and like there's also like potions that you can make in order to mark the creatures so there would be someone to do that um and I think it would be more lighthearted. I don't think it would be like a super sad drama, obviously, because it's about giant monsters. Mm. Yeah, just because I think all of that is like closer to the spirit of what the game is about. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of my idea of like how to start the film.
0: Would the person, would the main character be afraid of monsters?
1: Um, I think they would kind of have to be or else there's no tension.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think mm-hmm. it, it would have to be like, Someone, maybe someone who usually goes and takes care of the monsters goes out, and something happens to them, they're killed, or um. they disappear. <clears throat> now someone else who, like, has not done this before, is new to it, is forced to step up, they have to kind of assemble, like, a ragtag team of adventurers and go and, you know, search for this this monster, and kill it mm. I mean I think like it has to there just has to be a lot of killing monsters or else it's not a monster hunter movie
0: absolutely
2: well if you go off the name alone they really only need to hunt down one monster since <laughs> it's a singular
0: monster. singular out. monster there's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. only similar. one hunt in the whole movie <laughs> yeah yeah I do think the most challenging aspect about this game is it's so the premise of it is not particularly narratively
1: exciting mm. agreed
0: it's mostly about the boss fights, but I don't know if I don't. Nobody's done it yet, but I don't know if you can have a movie that's all just big monster fights.
1: I feel like keeping a lot of monster fights in is closer to the spirit of the game.
0: I agree, but like I don't. Rent. I'm not
1: sure if it's like exactly narratively interesting for a movie. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like where I'm struggling to piece together a plot. Because I'm not, like, I'm not sure if someone would enjoy sitting in a theater for 90 minutes and just watching, like, straight action the whole time.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure not. I just don't... <laughs>
1: I just don't think that's what sells in movies.
0: No. I do think the... I think the movie that is closest to this in spirit would probably be Pacific Rim. I agree. Despite the the, like, you know, the main movie, like, you know, saying that monsters are invading our world, I think less like of that but more like Pacific Rim knew what it was about it was like hey listen we're not gonna bullshit you this movie is about big robots fighting big monsters that's what you're here for and we will give you a little bit of plot as a treat but mostly (laughs) it's the monsters and I feel like this that that would probably be a good like direction to go in for a monster hunter movie as well
1: I agree. Something that's a little bit silly and but mm-hmm. extremely self-aware of yeah. what it is, and not trying to put on a front that it's anything more than just a movie about people fighting.
0: Absolutely, monsters. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. the, yeah, they know they know what you're here for. Mm-hmm. You're here for the monsters, I guess. I my question is for if we, if we want to just go full full awareness. And show as much monsters as possible. What is the very basic narrative arc? Even though I do want there to be a lot of monster fights in this movie, I don't know if the conflict being essentially just these animals. I don't know if I want. I don't know if that's like a a particularly like compelling plot device. Yeah. I feel like man versus nature is not a very compelling story, just because I feel like nature should be preserved. These monsters being the villains kind of doesn't. Seem in the spirit of the game either.
1: What if it was that there is a group of people who's interested mm-hmm. in the preserving of the monsters and so they get into an argument or they like get into some kind of fight with the people who are there trying to attack the monsters?
0: Ooh, maybe, yeah. What if like the coalition is like an initially not about research, it's just about poaching? Yeah. And so these like non coalition people. Are all like it's it's them versus the coalition, you know? Yeah. They like they like witness some monster hunts, and you know maybe they have to hunt monsters, but they have to hunt them to eat, you know? Uh, cause yeah. Because I I do think people eat these monsters in the game.
1: And Loki in the earlier Monster Hunter games, it is kind of in the realm of poaching.
0: Yeah.
1: People will say like, oh, this monster is annoying me. It's on my. It's in my property. Can you poach this monster? And that's kind of, yeah.
0: Yeah. So like, I think like the main characters could be these like concerned individuals from like a village that like you know that celebrates the monsters. You know, they they hunt them yeah. obviously, but they only hunt them because they need to eat, or maybe because like a predatory monster is like moving into their territory. It's like, hey, no. I did like the, the there was a part in your your idea, Annika, that was very compelling to me, where it was like the the main person who usually goes out and you know deals with this stuff is like gone or dead or something Mm -hmm. yeah i like the idea of like our hero kind of growing into the title of monster hunter you know
1: oh yeah i wonder then if maybe the person who goes missing is like somehow tied to the main character like through family
3: or friendship
1: Instead of yeah. just being like, you know, the random guy in the village who usually does this, it's like maybe the main character's older brother or sister who goes missing.
0: Ooh. What if it's their grandma, the village oh. elder, who knows the most about all the monsters Oh, and knows like the behaviors of the monsters and like knows how to effectively deal with them, you know, like like say, like there's a big bear off rampaging through the town the the grandma knows how to, like, fucking sue the bear off or, like, she knows the pressure point that, like, drives it off and they don't kill them being they're in the town. They just drive them off. And she knows all of this, like... She's, like, an encyclopedia of knowledge about monsters. And maybe, like, she goes missing. And it's because the poachers have her. And they're using her, her information about monsters.
1: Oh, but the village, like... Or maybe not the village, per se, but, like, the town... Is doesn't know where she's gone and maybe thinks she's been taken by the monsters.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, I think the fact that she is missing at all should probably alarm the town Yeah. enough that they, like, send people out to find her. And maybe our main character is, like, related to her in some way.
1: So is that, okay, so then is that how we want to begin the film then?
0: What if it's, like, the, the film begins and it's, like, a narration about the world and how it's a peaceful world? But then they also live with monsters, you know, like the How to Train Your Dragon intro, and like mm-hmm. it shows the Baroth like rampaging through the town, and it's like all this action, this like Baroth is tearing shit up and like knocking fruit stands around and just punching <laughs> holes and stuff, and then uh, monster hunters come to like coordinate off into like a an alley, and then the grandma comes and she like drives it off with like a special whack on the nose or something, and then it's like we live in harmony with the monsters and all that. And then it, this village living out its, its life. And maybe there are some hints of like things going on outside of the village, but our main character doesn't know about that. Only the grandma and the hunters know about that. And then like at a certain point, someone invades the village and people almost catch them, but they don't.
1: Oh, okay, okay.
0: Kind of like Nausicaa, but mm-hmm. instead of her seeing her dad just killed in front of her, like people come in the village and make off with the elder
1: so they take her for her for her knowledge i guess yeah all right so then from there our main character is kind of like forced to step up to bring her home Mm -hmm. and they take their little buddy the cat with them or the palico yeah
0: yeah absolutely
2: one thing before they leave the village like Mm -hmm. what are the character differences between the main character and like the palico companion? Because like I get it in the games that the Palico is just like your little buddy who follows you around, but mm-hmm. I feel like for it to work in the movie, they have to have like some kind of conflicting aspects of their personalities, you know?
0: Ooh, <laughs> what if uh, what if the Palico is super brazen and like charges into every situation, and the humans all like cautious and nervous about monsters, and so like the Palico gets them in trouble all the time, and that's how we get into the action usually it's like the palico blunders right into a trap meant for a monster and then all of a sudden the monster is not in the trap all uh, anymore and they have to deal with it
1: yeah i think that i think that works so okay so our main character then after their grandma's taken do they stay in the village for or the town for a long time or do they try and leave and go get equipment somewhere else i feel like to keep it like narratively interesting they should Mm. be forced to kind of leave their their town and go to like a a bigger town to get more equipment and maybe along the way they meet people who can help them
2: yeah well like the whole objective is that they have to they want to find the grandma who got clipped by the poachers right yeah Yeah. so they're probably gonna go into like the bigger town to find more information on them and to like stockpile up and that like leads to them
1: Yeah, I like that. So they they kind of have to piece together that like the existence of these poachers, they make Mm -hmm. it into the larger city. And at this point, they should they find the poachers? Maybe they find the poachers early on. And Um, like they have to they have to prove themselves to the poachers? Or how do we want that to work?
2: Maybe one of the poachers was like left behind, and he could kind of be their informant as to where they're going.
1: Mm.
0: Oh, ooh, yeah. What if like they run into a group of poachers that are like in trouble, and they don't know that they're the poachers yet, so they help them out, mm-hmm. um, and then they show them like the symbol that they're looking for, and then they th- that like sets off the bells in the poachers' minds. They're like uh yeah just keep going towards the city and they like try and mislead them and then they like kind of for the rest of the movie like they stalk them and like you know try and foil all of their plans
1: i think i'm trying to think of ways to like incorporate more monster more monster killing i think it would be interesting if maybe our main character decides he wants or decides he or she we haven't decided yeah They want to, like, join the poachers for the purpose of maybe, like, proving themselves. And so they're forced to kind of go on this monster hunt and, like, participate in killing a monster, which is not really something that our main character would want to do.
0: Yeah, maybe...
1: And there's, like, conflicting feelings that come from that process.
0: I do like the idea of them, like, killing a monster in a way they don't like. but I, I, And I kind of want to, like marry it with a way like them kind of realizing a way of how other people do it that is not as, you know, sinister. Like I have this I I have this weird scene and maybe it's like a part where they get a companion where they stumble upon a Wivarian village in like a big dense forest and it's like these forest elves that are all you know, they they're all about nature and they're all about hunting. And they also have the same like mindset of, like, preserving animals but also hunting them. And so I kind of, maybe maybe there's some kind of comparison that can be made between the two, like, cultures, you know, of, like, the poachers and the the wyvarians. And, like, maybe yeah. our, our hero can sort of learn something from that.
1: I like that. Maybe that's something that should happen early on, then. Just so that they kind of have a buddy.
0: Yeah, this is another thing I was thinking, is they could, like, meet a wyvarian hunter who's like you know maybe mm-hmm. they're good with a bow and arrow to just really lean into the elf <laughs> the, the elf, elf yeah elf aesthetics <laughs> or maybe they have a gun maybe they're a, <laughs> maybe they're the <laughs> ones who invented bow guns
1: <laughs> I wouldn't mind that
0: do you want people to have guns in this movie? Are the poachers the ones who invented bow guns?
1: Maybe it should maybe that should be a poacher thing.
0: Yeah, what if that's like the one of the big thing that gives poachers the edge against monsters and why they're able to mow them down so heavily? It's because they have heavy guns. Bow gun. Yeah, they have yeah. the heavy bow guns and they're like mowing monsters down from a distance and everyone's like what the fuck? This movie can be against poaching and guns.
2: <laughs> and against grandma kidnapping. Yeah. <laughs> So how are we gonna bring Grandma back into the story?
1: At the end, right?
3: Yeah.
2: Bring
1: her back earlier.
2: Cause I feel like with like the fam the familiar little importance, I feel like grandma has to be the goal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In a way. Like maybe the poachers kidnapped her to like get research on like this big fucking badass, like end of the movie giant fight monster. Oh yeah. And so maybe they're also working their way up the ranks in the poaching organization so they can get to that. Ooh. And that they can get
0: grandma. Yeah, what if she's like the only person who knows about it? hmm Yeah, I guess. Yeah, she's like the only person who knows anything about this like big elder dragon. But like the thing Whoa. is she's she's keep she's keeping really tight lipped about it because uh this elder dragon is very like ecologically important. Like if it dies, the world dies. Or like the ecosystem. Oh shit. Oh you know Is that it's Apex a thing Predator? In the games? Yeah. Yeah, kind of. It it's kind of a thing in Monster Hunter. So like we kind of have two goals. We have the goal of saving the grandma and then the grandma has the goal of preventing these these poachers from poaching this elder dragon mm-hmm. which then becomes our our main character's goal.
2: In this we should establish like a main villain mm-hmm. like oh. the top poacher.
0: Mm -hmm. yes like perhaps
2: he comes like perhaps he comes into town like right before the whole monster attack happens and then he sees the way that the grandma deals with it and that's when like the guy decides like i'm taking her and like maybe when he does take her like the main character gets a glimpse of the guy's face and they they are able to acknowledge each other so, like, he's the only poacher who knows about this person. Mm. So later on, when, like, he makes it up the ranks, like, they recognize each other. And it's like a media conflict.
0: I think they sh- if they do recognize each other, that it should be very late on. Yeah. I do like that, though. What if it's, like, the Baroth is chasing a hapless outsider? Mm. Would the
2: main villain be the the helpless outsider?
0: Yeah, because they're scouting the town. Yeah. They're-, they're scouting the town, so they're trying to gain the trust of the townspeople. And so maybe, like, the townspeople are all very, like, accepting and they're like, oh, you know, it happens to the best of us. I remember the first time a Browse chased me around and they, like, you know, give them food and water and, like, a place to stay. And then that night, the, you know, a masked, a masked stranger, you know, and a bunch of poachers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like a masked stranger and a bunch of poachers, like, kidnapped the grandma.
1: I like it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But then that raises the question: Where does the where does the guy go? Like, how does he obfuscate himself from the village without immediately drawing suspicion to himself? Like, everyone's like, "Oh, the guy from out of town did it." Like, how do how do we do that?
1: Um, I mean, can't they can't they believe that the guy from out of town did it? Because they don't know they yeah, don't know I, who he is I, exactly. I
0: think that kind of I think that kind of takes away from the reveal later on that he is the lead poacher that took the grandma. Oh,
1: okay. Well, then what if he, he doesn't have to be the one who goes into the town. He could have sent these poachers on a mission.
0: I, I kind of like establishing him in the beginning and then kind of getting rid of him somehow, Mm -hmm. but not getting rid of him in the sense like, like he's going to be the villain for the whole thing. Mm -hmm. But I think I want him to get away from the main character somehow. But without arousing suspicion from everybody like i think the next day he should definitely be there in the village after the the you know the kidnapping has happened and he's like oh man that sucks anyway (laughs) i gotta get out of here well then maybe
1: he should be maybe he could be someone who's like very prominent in the in the town or like some kind of like leader who would know all these things about mm. the grandma, and who would not look immediately suspicious just because of his role of his role as like a leader in the town?
0: Well, i th- I think, I think suspicion would be like taken off of his head if he's still there in the town, but the grandma's not.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I-, I don't know. I don't know how he would run a poaching operation and then still live in this town without anybody knowing about it. You know?
1: Yeah. Well, then I think like, just like what you said, then like he'll just be someone who comes into the town the grandma will go missing and he'll still be there and maybe he could even join up with our main character for a, a little bit.
0: Ooh, yeah. What if he's like kind of a mentor in the beginning?
1: Yeah, I could definitely see that. Like as a way to just draw suspicion away from himself.
0: Yeah, he like he like encourages the the kid to go to the city. Yeah. He could
2: also be like the one being like, "Oh yeah, you gotta fucking like kill monsters. It's what you do, you know." Like he'll
0: yeah. be like
2: trying to like instill these bad habits into him, into the main character.
0: It could be, it could very well be like the 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 classic villain trope where the villain has like some kind of scar or bite mark, <laughs> and they're like, "This is what a monster did to me. Never trust a monster. They're always gonna bite you." But then then later the hero learns monsters don't always bite you. <laughs> Yeah, this monster likes
1: me
0: once. It was really cute. <laughs> Except it had a super poisonous tongue, so this is a bad example. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I think that's a great that's a great opening.
0: And the, okay, so yeah, so then this like guy he he sets our hero on their journey with lies in their head. And I think along their the way to the main city, I think the hero should then learn that like, oh wait a minute, this guy has been playing me.
1: I think Cassidy, you were talking about, like, the idea of symbols earlier. What if the symbol, like, there's a symbol that this guy wears, and it happens to line up with this, like, the symbol of the poachers? So our main character is able to put oh. together that this guy is actually a poacher.
0: Oh, yeah. What if, all right, what if there's no symbol guiding it? Maybe the guy just tells him to go to the city. Okay. And so then our main character they go to the city cuz that's the only thing they know mm-hmm. and along the way they encounter these like symbols that are like branded on monsters or something or like symbols on like painted on traps for monsters mm-hmm. uh maybe like bullet casings that have the symbols on them mm-hmm. and then eventually it clicks with them they're like where have i seen this symbol before and they're maybe there's something that makes it click with them that like they remember like the symbol is like like either like a tattoo on the guy or yeah. like uh something that he has around his neck maybe they even come to okay. this realization like way before they even get to the city
3: mhm
1: and then we said once once our main character gets to the city the poachers mm-hmm. confront him we were saying like maybe the poachers stalk them or like confront them
0: yeah i feel like poachers could be keeping an eye on the main character since like their leader was the one who you know sent him on a wild goose chase Mm -hmm. we could have some you know not team rocket ass i was about to say (laughs) they were like team rocket ass poachers but those those guys are too benign Mm -hmm. these poachers have to be more evil
1: (laughs) all right so then uh, i think we haven't decided exactly what happens from here on out So the poachers confront our main character. What happens from here?
0: I don't know if it should be the next thing that happens, but I think they should encounter like the forest village of like the 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 Wyvarians who are in touch with nature.
1: I think the way that the main character could get to the Wyvarian village is maybe the poachers kind of like send them on some kind of mission as a hazing technique or Maybe because our main character wants to prove themselves to the poacher so that they can, you know, hope to gain information on their grandmother. And they go out into the forest where some kind of monster is meant to be and they meet this, like, Librarian character.
0: Ooh, yeah. uh, Here's a question. How do they meet the poachers? Is this Are we going with the original idea where, like, they come across some of the poachers and they don't know that they are the poachers and they just kind of help them unwittingly?
2: I mean I guess I feel like our main character has to have seen like to bring back like something from earlier just like a symbol or something that the poachers had like on their stuff when they were like making their way off with grandma and maybe they just see it again.
0: Ooh, yeah. Here's a here's a thought. What if they have this is going to be a little out there but what if they have like a, a footprint to go off of? Like like a like a boot pattern and they like write it like cuz a big part of monster hunter world is like tracking you know
3: oh okay
0: and so they like they like in the town they see this like boot print that was like just outside of grandma's hut right after they like got got kidnapped and so they like memorize it or they like draw it or like you know keep it in mind and then a lot like early in their journey they find this boot print and they're like holy shit all right the guys who took grandma are here and then they like go and then It's not, like, a specific person's boot print. It's just, like, the uniform of the poachers. Okay. If that makes sense?
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I would like a scene in which they um, inquire the boot print to a local cobbler, (laughs) as I am a fan of cobblers. (laughs) Are you? That's a profession.
1: That's funny.
0: Yeah. Ooh, actually, that's... I like that. Like, part of it's, like, they they get the cobbler and, like, hey are these the same prints? Like maybe there's like a, a few prints outside of grandma's and they're like, Oh no, these are all different sized shoes. So, you know, it's a uniform. They all have the same boots. So look out for that kid. And so then that's how they like come across the, um, the poachers is like, they, they recognize the boot prints are like, Oh God, these are the same people. So then they go in and, you know, do they think.
1: I like that. And then at this point, that would be when the poachers kind of like, or they kind of decide like, they, they want to play along with the poachers to kind of see what they know.
0: Yeah, I think that, yeah, they like try it, like they make the plan like before they approach them and they're like, hey, we hear you guys are pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, We are, We want to be monster hunters and we heard you're who to talk to. Hello, fellow poachers. <laughs> would you like yeah, to terrorize some animals today with us? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think from, I think at this point, we need a, a monster killing. Yeah, maybe
0: they shouldn't know that they're poachers. Yeah. Maybe they should just be like, hey, you guys seem pretty cool. Uh, we're trying to, you know, just make it out here. Cool if we hang with you. And then, like, the poachers are like, yeah, as long as you prove yourself. And that's when they realize that they're poachers. Because, like, they get sent on a monster hunting mission mm-hmm. with the poachers. And maybe maybe it's like su- it feels, like, super shitty for them. You know, like, the... The mission is to trap a monster in, like, a really, like, nasty cage that really hurts them. And then they, like, all just shoot it from a distance. And, like, they've been told to help out with that. And then, like, while the monster is trapped, they're like, I can't do this. And then they, like, try and free the monster.
1: Try and free the monster. I think I, I like where you're going, but I think if they tried to free the monster, then that would jeopardize their chance of seeing their grandma.
0: Yeah, but I think I think the they should be acting on emotion at that point. I think that they should definitely try and free the monster. Oh, okay. But okay. then they're saving grace is the Wyvarians come along and like drive the poachers out and then they like, you know, that's how they get taken into the Wyverian village because the Wyvarians think that they're a poacher. Oh, okay. And that's how they learn more about the poachers is like the Wyverians like show them these like ammo casings. And, like, the traps. And, like, then they show them, like, the symbols on the ammo casing. So, like, this is the symbols of these poachers. And then that's where, like, the hero sees the symbol for the first time. And it's just like, where have I seen that before?
1: I really like that. So the Wyverians kind of jump in the way and stop them from killing.
0: Yeah, well, it, like, the the main character stops them from killing. Like, the main character springs a trap open and, like, frees the monster. And then the Wyverians jump in and, like, you know, beat the shit out of the poachers. Okay. Then I don't know what happens after that. <laughs> I think somehow they have to get to Grandma.
1: I think it would be interesting if the some of the poachers along with the main character were kind of taken into the Wivarian, Wy- I guess, like, elven village.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, and from there, we kind of, like, gain some more information on where Grandma's being held.
0: Yeah, and maybe why, why they want her.
1: Yeah. And so then from there, maybe, like, one of the... Wyverians teams up with their our, our hero to kind of go and, yeah. and find Grandma
0: Four Fingered Legolas for sure.
1: Yes, with with Orlando <laughs> Blue. They only
0: they only have four fingers. Fun fact about Wyverians.
1: I did not know huh. that.
0: But yeah, so they get a they get a Wyverian companion who maybe maybe that's how they get the next clue of where to go.
2: Perhaps this Wyverian companion has been like keeping tabs on these poachers and their work and their like goings on.
3: Mm. Oh they, yeah.
2: Like maybe so like this first group of poachers were like trying to meet up with like the other group were the ones who captured grandma. Yeah. And perhaps the ones who captured grandma would pass through town. Mm-hmm. And so this Bivarian could give them information.
0: Ooh, what if uh what if this yvarian that joins their group they, they, The reason that they're joining their group at all is because they know where the poachers' camp is. Oh. And they don't know much else about them, but they know, like, maybe that's where this person is, where this leader is. And so they're like, hey, I'll go with you so we can, like, drive these people out. But then the rest of the y don't want to go because it's too risky because they all have guns. So they think like a small scale like insurrection would be more smart than like a whole a full-scale invasion.
1: I think that's really interesting. I do want to f- like find a way to incorporate the idea that someone brought up earlier that the poachers are trying to kill an elder dragon.
0: Yeah, maybe that's something like that's hinted at in the Wyvarian town where like there's like a big mural of like this legendary dragon but the wyvarians just think it's a myth Mm -hmm. and then like the main character and like maybe the palico is like hey isn't that that creature that grandma sometimes talks about i have a question if if they go after a a poacher camp is that the camp that grandma's at or should grandma be at like a a different bigger camp i think we can pull a she's
2: not like they like fuck everything up, like, they fight all the poachers and stuff, but Grandma's not there and, like, she's at, like, final stage at the place with, like, Mm -hmm. the Elder Dragon with the big boss who Mm -hmm. you've already met before.
0: Yeah. Oh, what, to tie in with the the main Elder Dragon, what if they find, like, sketches of the Elder Dragon at this camp? Mm -hmm. Like, confirming its existence. Like, the poachers are, like, have made sketches of it. And so that's how they learned that, like, oh, they're after this thing that Grandma talks about. Ken yeah, I feel, I feel like
2: the poachers need like a specific reason to have been hunting this dragon. So maybe mm-hmm. they have like this way, like it's scale, like they have like a scale that dropped off the dragon before, yeah, and it powers their guns or something like that. And so they want to yeah. harvest this whole dragon so that they could just like be unstoppable.
0: Yeah, there is a big plot point in like um in uh Monster Hunter about like everything having like a, a, a surplus of like life energy and like the more powerful something is, the more life energy it has. Mm-hmm. And that was like the whole idea behind the final boss of Monster Hunter was it was like a baby that was hatched in a cocoon of like pure life energy crystal. And so it was like very, very strong.
2: Right.
0: So what if like this thing is like it's scales are like golden and stuff and like that's why this hunters are after it, because it's like they could make the things that they could make out of this creature are just like un unconscionably powerful.
2: Yeah, totally.
0: Do you think uh the main character should meet the the guy again in in this camp?
2: Uh I think so. I I don't I don't know. I've, I I kind of feel like I want I don't want to see this guy until like the big reveal with like him like with grandma on chains or something mm-hmm. like that. Just Ooh. like like an intense reveal, you know.
1: Okay. okay. So then, what do they learn at this first camp that they go to, the first poacher camp?
0: I think they should fully learn that these these poachers are after, like, an elder dragon.
1: Okay. So then do they, once they get this information, do they, I think we were saying they would go to the next camp? A second camp?
0: Yeah, that's my question. What should happen between then and there? Because yeah. I feel like nothing has really stopped the character or like given them pause or given them reason to despair quite yet. mm mm-hmm. Like nothing has really stood in their way. That is true. They've they they've kind of played some poachers, and then they've kind of they've taken over an entire camp. I feel like something should really like break their spirits. They
2: think grandma's dead.
1: Yeah, I think grandma. They have to think that their grandma has died. I think that's what it has to be.
0: How do you think they would get? How 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 do they get this information? Maybe Grandma really does die. Yeah. What if they find Grandma at this camp, but Grandma ain't Grandma ain't alive anymore?
1: I I think it has to be something in that realm. Mm-hmm. Because you know the they've left, they left with the purpose of finding Grandma. So it has to be. Maybe this is like the the midpoint, like the lowest that they they get.
2: Maybe, maybe this is, like, a too wild of an idea, uh-huh. but what if they do find, like, the big bad guy who, like, stole Grandma, right? hmm hmm But he's, like, still, like, under this, like, disguise of, like, I'm yeah. a good guy. So he's there, and he's acting like he's also fighting the poachers, and he breaks the news to them that Grandma's good, and that you should just, like, go to you know, like because, you know, obviously he doesn't need him to be messing with his affairs, but he just wants him to like lose hope and just get out. And then our heroes come to their own conclusion that they would they want to like stop them from killing the elder dragon themselves. Mm. Because it's what grandma would want.
1: I really like that, Matt. Because yeah, Yeah. because then it becomes like the character isn't doing this for outside reasons, it becomes that they're doing the right thing because they believe it's the right thing.
0: What if they, the head poacher is there, but he's not in disguise. He's in his scary mask attire. Mm. <clears throat> they, 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 they like are, are like on the brink of a victory on this camp. They're like about to bully, like, you know, shut the shit down, break all the traps, free all the monsters. Oh yeah. When well, there's like captured monsters and they freed them all. And that's how they like Destroy this camp, mm-hmm. and then they encounter the the guy, and they like you. You took grandma, and they like have a fight. But this guy beats them after they've like learned everything important. Yeah, um, and he like takes off his mask and reveals who he is. Grandma,
2: <laughs> <laughs> it <grandma>. was me. <laughs> you shouldn't have left home, kiddo. <laughs> Yeah,
0: but but like yeah, that I think the reveal happens now. It's like, "Hey, you trusted me and guess what? Your grandma's dead." Mm-hmm. And then he like gets on, he like gets on his pet Rathian or whatever mm-hmm. and flies away to the real camp. And then they all flee and it's like then they're all like dejected and like, "Well, grandma's dead." Grandma's dead and he's going to kill this big elder dragon. And then that's where they have the moment where they have to decide whether they want to like honor grandma's, you know, legacy and save the elder dragon or if they just want to give up.
1: I like that. And then of course from there, you know, they, (laughs) they do decide that they want to stop the poachers. Yeah. So they decide to follow our villain
2: Oh, I would assume, like, since like the bad guys fall off, they're gonna be like, "But how we? How can we catch him or whatever?" And like the end, the monster in the back is like, "Meh or whatever." They're like,
0: "Oh." Okay. Oh yeah. What if like all the they they're like sitting in the wreckage of this like poacher camp, and all these monsters are kind of just milling about, and they see like they see like these these like newly freed like wyverns or whatever like puke pukes or like whatever they are. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and they like see them and they're like, oh, hmm.
3: mm-hmm.
0: now is Grandma really dead? This is an important question. I
2: don't. Nah, that'd be
0: <laughs> Yeah, I th- even though I think this is a PG thirteen movie, I don't think Grandma should really be dead. No. The, I think one of the defining features of Monster Hunter is everybody's really tough and hard to kill. Mm-hmm. And I think she should be a very tough old lady who like. Is full of piss and vinegar, and it's just not not. No one can kill her.
1: Yeah, I like that. So maybe they, you know, befriend a monster. They go mm-hmm. to this new encampment where the main villain is now, mm-hmm. and they find Grandma, or should she be found after the the big fight?
3: Ah, uh,
2: what I'm imagining. Is they get to this big kind of mountainous area with this like huge really maybe something like kind of like a volcano like something they have to like climb up and their monsters are abandoning them because it's like bad energy around like if there's something too powerful going on and not there's until a big they get in there. Yeah. and maybe they're like sneaking past like other poachers or whatever but they get to the summit and that's where they find like grandma and the big bad guy with his monster like at the apex where this like final monster is sleeping
0: oh Oh, yeah oh like like maybe he's trying to make her call the monster and she doesn't do it
1: yeah like call the monster down oh because only she can
0: (laughs) yeah like she has like a she knows the call for the monster yeah what what if, what if, she's not going to do it and they're threatening her but she's like, yeah, fine, kill me, I don't care I'm not going to let you kill this monster Mm. and then the hero gets discovered Mm. and so then they all get captured and then the bad guy's like, oh, this is great call the monster or I'm going to kill your grandson Mm. or granddaughter or whoever.
2: Yeah. Right.
0: And that's when she calls the monster and then it's like the big final action sequence where while they're where they, like, you know, try and save the monster while also killing the poachers or whatever. Yeah.
1: I think that's it.
2: I feel like the monster has to overpower the bad guy, but our main characters are going to have to fight the monster anyway because it's going to destroy everything. But in, like, its last moments, they choose to spare it. And so, like, then the poacher guy, like, lead poacher guy's like, why did you do that? You were this close, better. da 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 and
0: they're like, nah, man. Peace and love. I kind of... I like that. But I kind of feel like... I feel like the bad guy should be able to kill the monster. That's why they had to stop him in the first place. If he wasn't able to kill it in the first place, then I think the a lot of his gravitas would be taken away. That's I think true. a lot of the stakes would be taken away. Mm-hmm. I think he should be able to kill the monster. Mm-hmm it should just be very hard for him and i think our heroes should be like the the last little bit that the monster needs in order to overpower the bad guys mm-hmm. you know yeah like i think the heroes need to help the monster out somehow
1: i agree I, I do think that because it's monster hunter um monster needs to die
0: wait are you saying the elder dragon needs to die
1: oh i thought that's what you guys were saying
0: oh i was saying like the the main bad guy should be able to kill the monster, but I think that the the heroes should stop him. Oh. Because I think I think the whole okay, yeah, idea yeah, is yeah. like is like if this monster dies, then the ecosystem dies, you know? Okay. Like maybe the volcano erupts and then like melts everything. Because like this monster is sapping all the energy from the volcano. Like maybe yeah, maybe it's like a big fire lava monster thing and like if the monster inside the volcano is killed then the volcano erupts and just burns the whole everything to the ground mm-hmm. so
2: I imagine during like this fight the
0: mm-hmm.
2: main villain like gets this monster to a point where it could finally die but then our yeah. heroes defeat the main guy and the main or like yeah. the main bad guy the main bad guy's like just do it like you can get like so much from it you can become so powerful whatever
0: yeah and that's
2: when they spare the monster
0: yeah. Get this.
2: I think this is a pretty rad line, right? He's like, why? Wow, uh-huh. Why would you do it? They're a monster. They're like, no, so and so. I think you're the monster. <laughs> and it's like, oh. and then they shoot
0: him in the fucking head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they execute him right there.
2: Totally. That's really funny. <laughs> Palico like rips that, off his though. head and, like, climbs in his body. He <laughs> <like,
1: laughs>
0: climbs in his body. Like, Palico gouges his eyes out. Mm. (laughs)
2: obscenely graphic
0: no I definitely I I do think that the monster should eat him though
1: yes I I agree Mm.
0: what were you going to say Annika
1: Um, I was thinking if you guys want to add like some dramatic tension maybe Mm. the monster is like a mother (laughs) and she's protecting like little eggs (gasps) and so then Mm. they they yeah. can kill the monster, and you think all is lost and the ecosystem is destroyed, and then they
3: oh they yeah. realize like, oh,
1: actually she had eggs and like which points to their you know being hope for Oh these little
0: babies Oh yeah, what if it's like the eggs are what saps the energy from the volcano, and it's not the monster itself?
1: I mean, it could be both it
0: could be both. Mm-hmm. I do like that though.
1: And maybe the grandma stays behind to like take care of the eggs since now they don't
0: have. I was to. thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, she like builds a hut in the volcano. She's like, these 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 eggs and these little babies need a mama. <laughs> so I guess uh, guess it's gotta be me.
2: Mm-hmm. And then the main characters like, what about me? You raised me, and it's like, nah, you're all grown up now, kid. You, grew up. <laughs> you
0: like grew up Go all during this village. whole journey. <laughs> yeah. Genuinely, yeah, I like that. Right. Nice happy ending. Yeah.
1: Nice happy ending.
0: Yeah, because honestly, I, I don't, I don't think an ending to this, this story in this world that is all despair and like you know sadness, mm-hmm. I don't think that would very much fit the Monster Hunter genre. Because at the end of the day, it's a very joyous game.
1: Mm-hmm. It is. So is that kind of like is that it? Are we ready to kind of summarize um, or are there things that you guys still want to add? I think that's pretty good.
0: I I was going to ask you guys, do you think there should be like a concurrent like storyline with the where you do see the grandma in captivity hmm. and where we the audience learn about the elder dragon and why the the poachers want her and maybe that would give more like characterization to the grandma and the lead poacher?
2: I like that idea
0: though. I feel like that will take away from the reveal of the Poacher,
3: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Well, I don't. I don't think we show his face. I think we keep the poacher's mask on mm-hmm. for sure. Very much like you know, Darth Vader or some shit, where like he keeps his mask on the whole time while he's questioning the grandma, and we don't learn of his real identity until like mm-hmm. the the you know the camp invasion. Can he be a Palico in a big suit? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want a Palico to get violently killed in this movie. Aww. I mean. You can't have a Palico villain. They're too goddamn adorable. But I feel like it just adds to the reveal. Like, oh, like,
2: how could we have known? Like, he was in such a big suit. He
0: was, he was three Palicos in a jumpsuit. Oh, <laughs> holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> nah, man. Palicos are too, too adorable to kill. I can't. Okay, fine. I can't in good conscience do this. Although... I, I could maybe see him having a, a palico henchman.
1: Oh. No, I think he should have a cha cha henchman. A cha cha henchman? Do you know what the cha cha's are?
0: Are they the like the bad palicos? No. What are the cha cha's?
1: Is this not in Monster Hunter World?
0: Oh! Oh, I remember these guys. Uh yeah, they're not in Monster Hunter World. Oh. But I they were in they were in uh four.
1: Yeah, so they're just like little um,
0: like little gourds. Yeah, they're like
1: little gourds. They're like little coconuts or something, and you can put different yeah. masks on them, and they it gives them different abilities to do different things.
0: Oh wow, I kind of do. Yeah, so he's like a little goblin, like cha cha little dude who's like dressed up in poacher gear.
1: Yeah, or I do. They're like not coconuts. That. They're acorns. My bad.
0: Oh, I see. I see. I do like that. Yeah, because I think I think if we have enough characters, I think side scenes could be valuable. Because I I think as it stands, like you know, going from village to poachers to village to poachers, I think might get a little. I think it's a little too quick for this yeah. movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because the- it seems like the main character kind of like blazes through a lot of this. I think if we kind of cut it up with, uh, you know, scenes with the grandma and the main poacher and uh his little buddy, yeah uh, I think then it would be i think it would be a more reasonably length film and a lot more space spaced out if that makes sense, yeah,
1: mm-hmm. so then should I kind of recap what we've gone through,
0: uh yeah, are we happy with the story? I'm jiggy with it, it's cool, <laughs> okay, it's <That's>
1: right <laughs>
0: I'm down. yeah i'm I'm pretty happy with it, do we want to define what the elder dragon is right before we do the wrap up, yeah,
2: like actually sure. assign it to a real uh, monster hunter monster.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of thinking so. My pitch would be Teostra, just because it's kind of a Leonid-looking creature, and also I think it's it's fiery. Okay. Not
1: the pink Rathian, the one that you hate.
0: <laughs> I don't hate the pink Rathian. I just think that the the designers had 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 gender roles brain rot when they designed it. <laughs>
1: I like him. He's a very classic looking villain, I think because he's reminiscent of like a, of a what am i what what am I trying to think of what's that creature from mythology that has like a like a lion's head and a chimera and wings yeah
0: yeah, 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 also, I just think it looks very regal,
1: mm-hmm,
0: oh. And I think it, it 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 looks like a very noble beast that like you would feel very bad for killing, you know?
1: Yeah. And it's not like so over the top that you wouldn't be able to believe that they could yeah. kill it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. It's not
1: like the Kieran where you would be like, "Oh, how are they going to kill a giant?" Yeah. Unicorn? Or
0: yeah. Or like Zeno Jiva, where it's like, "How is this teenager going to you know?" <laughs> Survive a uh this, this yeah this crystal dragon. Yeah.
2: And we could put it in a volcano and it'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I think a volcano is a perfect setting. I would assume it's
2: in an actual volcano in the game too.
0: Uh, kinda. The area it's in is very weird. It's all crystals and lava and it's kind of in a lava flow in the game. Uh but if you guys have other ideas, let me know. This was just my this was just the what I was picturing when we were talking about the final confrontation with uh, a very noble beast. I think it's great. I like it. Okay, so then, yeah, Teostra is the, the elder dragon that is hinted at and then later
1: revealed. Mm-hmm. Does it talk? That's too weird, right?
0: It looks like it would ah. talk, Loki. It,
1: lo- it low key looks like it speaks.
0: <laughs> it does, but I think if it talks, I don't think we can kill it.
3: Yeah. Hmm.
0: Yeah, so we either have it live or we don't let it talk. I don't think we should let it talk. I kind of do like it dying. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like it dying and then Grandma having to take care of the baby. I like
1: Okay. <laughs> I like that, too.
0: Grandma grows out
2: her hair a lot so that the babies yeah, will feel like... She dyes
0: it pink so the babies imprint on her. <laughs> yeah.
1: These are going to be huge babies, though
0: yeah no there'll be some very cute post credits art where she's like you know wrestling with these giant tiger-sized babies they try to
2: bite her and she's just like putting her hands keeping his jaw open so it doesn't snap yeah <laughs>
0: she whacks him on the nose mm-hmm. with a newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> all right I, I think we're ready for a recap
1: all right, so we are opening on the scene of a Bareth who is rampaging through our protagonist's town. Um, and in this scene, our grandma kind of runs up and stops it. And the scene is intended to normalize the idea that these people live in harmony with the monsters. From here, uh, the poachers come in. They've kind of heard of this Bareth that's been running through and they want to capture it. Um, but they don't end up killing the Bareth. They end up instead taking the grandma um, and it's here that we meet our main villain who is a mass stranger um, who kind of talks to our protagonist who is the grandson or granddaughter of the grandma and kind of encourages our protagonist to leave this town and venture into the city in order in order to kind of throw the kid off of off of his trail. So at this point, the main character feels kind of forced to step up. Um, they decide, uh, because they trust the main villain at this point, they don't realize that he is the villain, to kind of go into the bigger town to find more info on the poachers. And on their way, they kind of find some tracks that um, they later can recognize as being from the poachers. In this like bigger city that they end up in, the poachers uh, begin to stalk our protagonist and then eventually they kind of confront the protagonist and our main character is forced to kind of prove to themselves or kind of prove to the poachers that they're not anything to be afraid of and oh, actually they want to join the poachers because they also want to kill monsters. Um, And they're doing this of course just to get information on their grandma and where their grandma's gone. So from here, the poachers bring them on to a hunt. Um, At this point, the poachers kind of get the monster into a trap, and they're uh, about to use their guns, their bow guns, like their light bow guns and their heavy bow guns, to kill the monster. But our hero feels too terrible. He he or she hates that they are being forced to do this, and they jump in to try and free the monster. Um, And luckily... At this point, a group of Wyverians also jump in the way and get the poachers away from the monster and help our protagonist to free the monster. The Wyverians, one of the Wyverians kind of teams up with our hero after hearing the hero's story to help our hero find their grandma um, because the Wyverians already know where one of the poachers camps is. Um, From here there there might be like a cutscene with the our main villain the main poacher and his little cha-cha buddy as he is explaining What the elder dragon is why they maybe why they want it? Without kind of revealing too much about which creature the elder dragon is so from here um, Our protagonist and his or his or her Wyvarian friend go to the poacher camp and they learn that uh, the poachers are after this elder dragon. Um, It's here that they meet uh, the masked stranger from before who is revealed to be the villain and they get into a fight. And at the end of the fight, our villain announces that they know who the main character is and they have killed their grandmother. So this is going to be like the lowest point for the character, obviously, because they're devastated that their grandmother has died. And it's from here that they kind of have to decide for themselves that they want to stop the Poachers from killing the Elder Dragon in memory of their grandmother. So there is an Avatar moment where our protagonist and their Wivarian friend befriend some monsters and they kind of jump on top of these monsters and ride up into the second poacher encampment and it's here that they see that these poachers are trying to convince grandma to call the monster down from the volcano and it's here that it's revealed that this monster is the teostra there is a huge fight obviously it's the poachers against our protagonist and the Teostra. The villains eventually do end up killing the elder dragon, the Teostra. Um, but at the end of the fight, right before our Chiostra is killed, it does manage to eat our main villain. <laughs> and there's a beautiful sequence of him being chomped down on. Unfortunately, the dragon does die, and it seems like all is lost because this dragon was so important to the ecosystem, you know, the apex predator. Thankfully, grandma finds the eggs of the Teostra, and she's like, don't worry, guys, everything's gonna be okay, and she sets up, you know, a little hut and decides to stay back and raise the Teostra eggs, perhaps with the help of the protagonist. And I wrote, Grandma Becomes the Egg Mom. <laughs> so that is our Monster Hunter story.
2: Fun romp for the whole family.
0: <laughs> Coming to theaters near you.
1: Yeah. This has been Game Reel. This is Annika Gatormson.
0: Cassidy Easton. And Matt Brennan.
1: And thank you all so much for listening, and I hope that you have a great night. Or day. <laughs> Whatever time of day.
3: <laughs> just fuck off
0: <laughs> thank you so much for listening to game Reel. if you have an idea for a movie about a game send us a pitch our email is gamerealcast at gmail.com. That's real with two E's. Our album art was made by the wonderful Britt Soda's Journa. You can find her on Instagram at Brit.sodersjourna. That's B-R-I-T-T dot S-O-D-E-R-S-J-E-R-N-A. Thanks again for listening.